is Kaya, and welcome to Haley Taylor of the Supernatural and Start Over, and also sometimes talk about other stuff, a podcast. Hello? What? Oh, okay, after Haley and Taylor, you completely cut out, and I was just like- Oh, that's weird. <laughs> I promise you I- it picked up on here. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it did. Sometimes Discord's weird. Anyway, also known as Hitrusa, and this week we are talking about Season 2, Episode 19, Folsom Prison Blues. It originally aired on April 26th, 2007, and was written by John Shaban, who we have seen before for Skin, Hookman, Scarecrow, The Benders, oh my Dead God. Man's Blood. So all bad ones! Everybody loves a cl- clown, Croatoan, and then Tall Tales. Because last time we talked about this guy, we were like, wow, you really knocked it out of the park with Tall Tales? The rest of this... Shit sucked, and we were like, maybe Folsom City uh, Prison Blues will be good. I'm gonna go with it was a not really great. I'm gonna go with somehow he wrote an outlier, and it should not be counted. (laughs) I don't think it should be counted. I think we can go with we did not like John Chaban's run of the show at all. Yeah. at all. No. Um... It went from eh to, like, really bad to one of our favorite episodes to... uh, so funny uh before i get into yeah. it i would like to wish everybody a happy football alchemist day uh the day Ooh. we are recording <laughs> <laughs> never forget october 3rd uh 1911 thank you edward elric for your uh everything you've done for me personally <laughs> anyway of course um let's get right into it uh we open in a prison where some stuff is happening someone dies skip three months later <laughs> Dean and Sam Dean and Sam are committing a crime They get caught and they don't try to run Which clues us in as the audience That they are doing it on purpose They get mugshots Mm -hmm. taken Dean flirts with the prisoner guards And then they get interrogated a little bit By the cop who tries to get Dean when they were in the bank In the Among Us episode Dean makes goofs A lawyer comes in, tells Sam and Dean That they are royally fucked Uh oh, they get thrown in jail But that's what they want The lawyer is suspicious because she thinks they've been wrongfully accused. Dean knows what prison life is like because he watches a lot of media. And Sam wants out of here. Dean plays poker. Sam investigates. Dean gets himself thrown in solitary twice to try to catch the ghost. But that just results in the death of two inmates. Sam finds out about the death of another inmate whose blood is still in the old cell. He burns the mattress, but the ghost is still there? A different one? Uh Uh-oh. That's wrong. There's only one ghost. I was just confused. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, there was only one. (laughs) Dean uses his boyish charm to get the lawyer, Mara, to tell him where the dead woman is buried. They escape with the help of Deacon, who was apparently the prison guard who kept beating on Dean this whole time. They go and burn the ghost's bones before she could kill Deacon. The FBI arrive at the cemetery, but it's the wrong one because Mara told them the wrong thing. The boys drive off. I liked that speed. That was a good clip. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, that was it. That was the episode. There's not much here. This episode fucking sucked. (laughs) Haley, I think, is disappointed because we've had, like, what, two ghost episodes that were, like, shit in a row? Yeah. Correct. And there, yeah. Like, at least this one had a very iconic scene. Okay. The blue steel scene? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's all I had. Um, for our death count this episode, 
We had three on screen, two in the past, one ghost death, so that is a total of six deaths for this episode. I love wow. when Supernatural just tries to have the most deaths possible. After that, we're right into my notes, shall notes. we? <laughs> notes, notes, notes. It's really fun because we didn't have to have a content warning this time. Um, I know. I do love the episodes when we don't have to have like a serious content warning. I feel like that should be uh, more often, but mm-hmm. it's okay. We'll get. We'll. It's okay. We'll have so much <laughs> more in the future. Anyway, my notes. Three months later. Okay, damn. They are straight up committing robbery right now. It's my second note. Then I have the in boys are way. wearing gloves. The one yes. time they get caught. The one time they're doing a bad job on purpose, they wear gloves. It drives me Which crazy. Which is so it, funny. It makes so me mad. So funny. Do they think that the gloves, like, gave them bad luck? Like... I don't know. <laughs> this is literally the only time I've seen them wear gloves, aside from 666, when they wore gloves because it was cold. That's so funny. I hate them. I hate them. <gasps> oh, my God. <Yeah>. Twins. <laughs> <laughs> um... And then I have the infamous mugshot scene, followed by a quote from Dean saying, I think I'm adorable. <laughs> um, the next one I have is, we, we love some actual continuity. Okay, that does, that part also I think gets, deserves at least a little bit of pointage. Um, there is continuity in the fact that the cop from the Among Us episode is here. Um, and he's like, it's nice to meet you in person. And Dean is like, huh? <laughs> yeah, Dean's like, I don't know who you are. But that's all. And then I have the note, so did they get caught on purpose or not? And then two notes later, I have, okay, they did get caught on purpose. But anyway, rewind to that note in the middle. I can't believe Dean and Sam are in prison now. Neither of them look good in orange. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice just pointing it out fair enough my next note is one thing i know about supernatural is that dean loves food they really want us to make sure that we understand that dean loves food and i think that no um, i know that i think that i don't know if we've talked about this before i don't know if we actually have good point but if we have oh oopsie but if we haven't um i'm gonna say it now i think and this is not how it's written, but I think in our rewrite that that could easily be tied into Dean's trauma, and that could be a food insecurity thing because growing up. Well, I always assumed, and I think that partly, partly, partly. <laughs> oh, jeez. I think that maybe I picked this up either from my own interpretation or possibly from fandom. I never like read a ton of fix, but I was like active in the Tumblr fandom. I might have picked up on that was how people were interpreting it as food insecurity but it i don't think it's because i was thinking about that during this episode Mm -hmm. i don't know if the show ever actually plays it i seriously doubt it does because supernatural is a bad show and it's written terribly well because there's like a lot of characters i can think of where i or like other people who have engaged in that media always go this character is usually a very poor character uh-huh. and then they'll go someplace where they have access to a lot of food and they eat it a lot and it kind of becomes part of like the humor of it but it's like Are clearly you supposed to be like right now not just katniss and i don't want to start naming them because some of them are from media that i don't 
associate with anymore. Mm-hmm. I'll just message you them. Okay. Um, but the other one, this has been forever ago since I read this book, but uh, the main character from, like, the Carry On books does it. Mm-hmm. And that is, I think, the only one where it's, like, this character eats a lot in this situation because when he is not at school, he doesn't get, like the amount of food he needs right most of the time i think in cat for cat and katniss's example it's totally fine a lot of times like dean it is played for comedy right and i think the fans will go well clearly this is part of like not growing up with like a stable home life being he's in charge of getting his own food and everything like that like john just fucking leaves a bunch of times because he's fucking sucks. and i this think that john, would be this is a john hate podcast if you are here it is because it you love very john winchester is. get out of here you're in the wrong place but also don't leave please keep listening to our podcast keep listening just like know that we fucking hate that guy because like i think that you could really play into like like sure dean just loves food but like that's also part of his trauma i just don't think this show does i think fans kind of like when we read that one wiki and it was like fans assumed this this and this Uh about werewolves and we were like wait a minute it might be a similar situation but i do think it's it's good i think that's like i think that's the most interesting thing if you're going to constantly make dean eating part of his character i do think that is like where the brain goes for like what's happening hey i've googled it i've googled i've googled does does dean winchester have food insecurity (laughs) and i found a very 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 long tumblr post from eight years ago oh man talking about it and and using heavy references to be like oh can you send it to me yeah heavy references because i can i can post it on twitter yeah heavy references like about like food episodes? insecurity no oh, like, references about food insecurity yeah like okay. actual oh, like, psych oh okay cool yeah I, I can share that and i will also read it and there are I'm like also, i wonder if I, I want episode I'm, references yeah i'm like i wonder if i read this post <laughs> right i think it only has 188 s- notes yeah but it's very so long. maybe not I'll read it later, but I will post this Thank on you, Twitter Lindsay for anyone who Thank you, from Missouri. I don't actually know if you're active anymore, but... <laughs> um, yeah, it's by GillisU345. Last time uh, she was active was was I- a year ago, but... Oh, uh, shit! Lindsay, if you're hearing this, thanks, girl. <laughs> yeah. Yes, this will be shared on... Um, twitter if anyone would like to actually read this uh-huh um i didn't like super read it all but it's definitely oh look there's a line right here that says dean's relationship with food is often portrayed as a joke which pisses me off to no end he associates he yeah. associates his happiest memories with food including but not limited to pie tomato rice soup pb and j with a crust cut off that burger joint on the coast of maryland with the best burger he's ever had when he was 11 his father's cure all chili isn't that something we see in the next episode when he goes with the gin? Probably. Like, the very first thing he does with his mom is eat pie, I'm pretty sure. Probably. I'm pretty sure she gives him pie. Anyway, that's totally, that's next week. We can talk about yeah, this Yeah, that's next week. week. And also, um, this is, I believe in, the, I believe this heavily. And uh, I think that we should do better jobs in media of portraying trauma and realistic things without making it a fucking joke. Thanks. <laughs>
<laughs> My next note is, love that these people went and interviewed bitches that Sam and Dean saved. I use bitches not in a de derogatory women's term. I use it as a general term to refer to anybody and everybody. Just to be very clear here. Um, okay. And also, I love it because it in our new canon where there there is a um, the therapy group, I'd like to mm -hmm. think that she somehow just caught like caught them all in the same spot and were like, "How? Why are you all here?" And they were like, <laughs> "They were all like, um... they were like, Dean and Sam saved us." <laughs> mm hmm. Um, She's like, can you tell me more information? And they're like... Which was really weird just now no. saying Dean and Sam instead of Sam and Dean. Because Sam and Dean sounds so much better. Go ahead, try it for me. Say Dean and Sam out loud. It doesn't feel right. Dean and Sam. Yeah, I can see what you mean. Didn't that feel wrong? It felt a little strange. Yeah. Um. Hey, sorry. I just referred... I looked back at my Google search. There's like... A lot of posts about it, actually. Like, there's oh, okay. a lot I'll... of... Like, look. Here, I'll send you the two other ones. They're both very long. Okay. I will take a look, and I will decide which ones I would... I will be absolutely sharing that first one Haley found, but I might I might make a little thread. This um, one of them is specifically about both of the brothers. Okay. I will take a peek. That will be what I do. <laughs> I... Oh, this one's about season nine. Yeah. Oh. All right. Anyway. 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 Uh, hi. Sorry. My next note is okay. Misogyny. Followed. Oh my god. Followed by when the minority groups can't be nice to each other. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's an okay joke for me to make, but I'm just pointing it out. Yeah. What did he say? It was like the the he lawyer said, came in. She and was, was saying like, like, "Hey, I don't think that they did it." And he said, "This like let the adults talk." Yeah, he being um, the adult. He said like the adults are working, which I hate. I hate yeah. when characters or people say that when they're like, "Honey, the adults are working here." It's like, don't. Why are you being so patronizing? Right. This is an adult woman who passed the bar exam. Right. Like. Like, I just, it was just, when it happened, I was just, I, my reaction was just, like, so, that is definitely, for, for reference, in case anyone forgot, Victor is one of the only reoccurring black men we're going to have for a very long time, mm -hmm. considering, I think the other one we had was in two episodes, and he, I'm pretty sure he's dead, um, the vampire hunter. Yeah. Um, he's an antagonist. For a while. Right. And there is definitely this thing where, like, everyone in this show is sexist. Correct. Don't get me wrong. They're all sexist. Mm -hmm. The black men that we've seen tend to be somehow more noticeably sexist in the writing and in the language that is used. Right. We and we've gone into that before, so I won't go into it too much but like it's we it's just love the stereotyping it's it's really it's really bad it's we already have like a very like it's already a very like anti-black show we've talked about it um there's no need for these characters who are also like we get it victor's a bad guy we don't need him to also be like a lot more vocally sexist right. than some of the other characters. You can be a bad guy without hitting every single bad person, like, checkbox. Yeah. It's 
I'm pretty, I feel like Victor comes around, but like just before he dies or something right, like that. Right, right, I feel like that's what happens with him. It's not good. It's really bad. It's, it's, it's bad. It's a bad show, guys. It's a bad, it's show. A bad show. That's why we're watching it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, my next, oh my God. Sorry. I just imagined like, you know, how I go to like so many conventions and also you do too now, like, what yeah. if someday we go to a convention and one of and one of them is like as a is a guest? What do we do with that? Well, actually, I will say Ronnie and I are looking at cons right now because we have to apply to all of them. Mm-hmm. And one of them we found is like this really little one and Ronnie was like, "I don't know about this one." And they were going through the website and they found a picture of Misha Collins Holy there. Holy shit. This was just like last night. Uh Ronnie said, "What would you do?" i said i imagine if he showed up and we look up from our table and see him i think i'd scream not like in a fanboy way i think i'd just be stricken with such intense shock i'd have to get the noise out of my body and my response was i'd invite him on my podcast obsessed um so so i have thought about it and uh, i don't know like i think i would just be like I was, I, I felt so awkward. The one time I did meet someone from something, I met Jeremy Shada mm-hmm. at a convention. And at the guy. time, I wasn't really even into Voltron. The reason I went up was Not I got, Voltron. Uh, Not Voltron. I'm sorry. I was going to say well, Adventure Time and you said Voltron. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, because the reason I, I went up to him was because I got, I got a poster signed for a friend and she really loved Voltron. So that was like, why I was tagged in, but I was like so nervous and like stressed and awkward about it Rose that like I think if cute. I, <laughs> I I I think if I ran into like one of the supernatural guys at a con, I would just like not interact. I'm gonna be fully honest with you. I would pay money for a picture with Jensen Ackles. I know you would, and then you would be legally required to like Post I don't know because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Or die. Here is the thing. I feel very uncomfortable telling because I here's I know we aren't making like fan fiction or like fan art. And anytime you do like especially shippy stuff, it's always like kind of weird and overbearing. It, it like it sometimes puts actors especially in a weird spot. Um when that's why fucking ship it was written. Are you using the royal you? Or are you talking about me? I'm talking about like in general, okay. like fans because this was a big thing back in like 20 like 12 Mm -hmm. like 2012 to maybe 2015 there was a really strong push to get people to one stop showing people your explicit fan art at conventions because people would bring the sherlock actors like explicit john mock art you're lying um I'm not, but there, like, was also a push to, like, have people stop asking questions about ships during the Q&As because they can't answer, it makes them uncomfortable, and you're wasting everyone's time, you're wasting a question. So, like, because of that, I feel really awkward being like, I have a podcast about you, but, like, part of me would be, like, I have to tell them. Right, me (laughs) me posing for a picture with Jensen, and I just go... I have a supernatural podcast, and then I take the picture, and the picture comes out with him, like, looking absolutely <laughs> fucking puzzled. <laughs> it's like, why? <laughs> Great question. Great question. Great question. Hi, Jensen. Can I get you on video saying I hate supernatural? <laughs> <laughs> 
can you just say our podcast name real quick? Can you just say, I love Hatrusa? Just, that's it? Just <laughs> We post that on Twitter, no context. No context. It gets us millions of views. We get a season it gets us. It gets us no more <laughs> listeners. It gets us no more listeners, oh. just the views on the video. God, that's funny. Okay, sorry. I'm so sorry. Anyway. <laughs> um, my next note uh is dean winchester is great at poker have we known this before genuinely have we because i don't remember i think we did but also i think we didn't because i know we know joe was good at poker i don't i don't know if we did know well now we do now we do my next note is dean winchester can cannot stop referencing western films it's his favorite thing to do I, I caught some of them, but I did not catch all of them. We actually had a few reviews on this one that were like, um, there are a ton of references to prison or cop shows or movies. They really stuck for, on, felt, they feel really stuck on for no reason. The French Connection reference is okay. especially odd. Okay, guys. I didn't get that one, but I don't know anything about the French also, Connection. Also, here's the thing. The references don't have to be good like the i okay that's this is me getting into if i was writing the show again but dean's whole thing with references is they don't always make sense he's just making references because that's all he fucking knows (laughs) if i it and it doesn't even feel like because i feel like it would be something we've talked about nerdy dean before i feel like because they don't ever lean into him like like we don't ever see him like watching really movies uh-huh. or TV. We watch. We see he just him watch knows porn. it. Yeah, so it never comes across like he's a fan of it. <laughs> like oh, sometimes it does. I believe he was a fan. I believed it when he was a fan of those movies, like the Hellraiser movies. In the last episode, he had a T-shirt. He was geeking out about right. it. I deeply. But he's just making these references for like nothing, <laughs> except for Scooby Doo. We know that he loves Scooby Doo. Yeah, but, like, that's the other, that's, like, we know that. It's, like, I don't genuinely believe he's, like, first of all, when does he have time to watch all these cop shows and movies? Second of all, like, it's just, I don't know anyone who makes this many references to different things in real life. No. Like, I know people who make a lot of references, but, well, because it's, like, here, it's, 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 like, I have friends who will reference, like, a few things a lot. Does that make sense? Like, I it's not like sucks so much. Well, yeah, but like Dean doesn't have like he does have a few that he references multiple times, but he will reference the amount of things he references is so huge. He knows so many lines from so many movies just off the top of his head, and I I'm not saying that no one does that. It's just like it's already unnatural. It just it doesn't always seem to fit it's like they're cramming them in at this point but i will also say this this particular wiki page only includes hey hey what would you say it's supernatural anyway (laughs) this wiki page literally only has one movie reference on it there's apparently a bunch, but for some reason, this this wiki page only marks the trivia for one of them, so I missed most of them, because I don't watch movies. Okay. Um, I don't know. My next note is, uh, my one, it is, well, I don't know how to read this out loud. 
<laughs> okay. Taya, can you can you read this out loud for me? Can you translate this into audio, please? I don't know if I can. <laughs> Hold on, let me. No, I can't. Oh, come on, why? I can't. Because I'm not reading that. Okay. Well, it says. Oh my god, Dean's first arms. We don't get enough shorts left. Dean, oh my god. <laughs> Do you think I did a pretty good job? I think you did a good job. I think you did a great job with that one. Um, That was in the cafeteria. Uh, his arms mm-hmm. just looked really good in that scene. Then my next is we love the punching sound effects. There was some really good punching sound effects. And when I say really good, I mean really fucking bad. (laughs) My next one is truth is I have self-esteem issues, which is followed by a sub note that says help. (laughs) And that's tiny said that to Dean when they were in the. Yeah. Yeah. Then I have the note that says two ghosts. Wow. No, Haley, it wasn't two ghosts. You were misled. You... It was one ghost and not even a particularly interesting ghost. No, it was just confusing. Or maybe it wasn't confusing and I'm just not, didn't pay attention enough. I don't know. I can't. I didn't think it was super confusing. I just thought it was fucking boring. That's fair. My next note is, wait, that guy's Deacon? Because I truly, like, listen, when in the, <sighs> around the halfway point when Sam was like, okay, I told D De- like, Deacon's gonna get us out tonight. We have to, like, I told him we were done. I figure, I was like, well, that's weird. I don't know how they're contacting Deacon when they're in jail. So there was a thought of me being like, well, how the fuck? But I did mm-hmm. not expect it to be that guy. It took me off guard. It I remembered it as that scene was happening, and I was like, oh, right, yeah. But, like, I didn't really remember it if we're being real. Right. No? Um, my next note is Baby's back. Uh, last episode we didn't see Baby at all, so she's back now. Then I have Bitch just nods her head at him and it throws him back into the ground, huh? That's talking about the nurse, the nurse lady. It was, yeah. Then <laughs> I have This Ghost Has Heterochromia. That's fun, except I'm not really sure if she actually did or not because we, it was only know. clear in one scene. And even in that scene where I thought it was clear, I still can't tell if it was just like a ghosty little effect or something. I don't know. But my second to last note is, wow, that was a fast fucking resolution, followed by, we love a lying lawyer, which is a great alliteration. But we don't love a lying lawyer. No, we don't love a lying lawyer. If you are a lawyer, well, I mean. If you are a lawyer and are no law, feel free to commentate on this. But um, Sam and Dean ask, well, Dean asks the public defender that is assigned to their case to do some research for him in regards to to the dead nurse and uh victor goes to her and is like so you met with them and four hours later they break out of prison Mm -hmm. tell me what you talked about and she does lie she tells them the wrong place but she does speak to them she does say that they asked her to research um so like even though she technically lied she does break client um confidentiality i don't know what to call that um and so i tried to look it up because there's no lore spoiler alert there's no lore and it looks like 
various things can happen. It can depend on the case. It can depend on exactly what happened. But breaking attorney-client privilege is technically a pretty decent no-no. If you find out that you're, I believe, if I remember right from, like, some other video I watched from, like, Legal Eagle, if you find out for some reason that your client is guilty and you feel that you can no longer properly defend them, you are supposed to, like, remove yourself because your client it's supposed to be like yeah you're you're supposed to if you feel that you can no longer properly defend your client they have the right to have an attorney who feels that they can do that job properly it's part of our legal system that is really weird i'm just gonna say it like i get it but also like what do you say to the next lawyer like hey the other one left because they realized that this guy was guilty I have no idea. I, 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 I can only imagine it, like, doesn't look good for you in that case, but, like, it's ethically what a lawyer is supposed to do. Right. Does it always happen? I doubt it. I'm sure there's plenty of people who stay on if they're guilty. I think it's more of if you feel like you cannot defend them anymore. Right. Again, I have never been to law school. This is from a video. But, um, so it seems like it depends on the jurisdiction, the actual case, Everything like that, like accidental disclosure, is completely different. However, she could be disbarred. She could be sued. They could um, get. It could have issues for the case, right? Like the actual um, the case itself. Um, somebody uh, on the IMDb page actually put this in as a plot hole because it says Canadians obviously don't understand the American jurist system. This writer is American. I just don't think this show gives a shit, it but it does say any attorney who divulges their client's statements is subject to being disbarred and sued by their client, regardless of circumstances. And then I think, I think someone else said that there was a chance that the cases might have been thrown out. I huh. do not know if that is true. I, that seems like a lot considering all the cases, all the crimes that they are arrested for. But she really shouldn't have broken uh, the confidentiality. Um, That was actually something that people brought up quite a bit in the reviews. Not, like, a ton. But a few people were like, why didn't she just say nothing? Like, all it... The reason was because they wanted to have that, like, kind of dramatic, like, the police show up in the the graveyard, but then it's not there. Like, you know? It does put her in a lot of danger, like, getting disbarred. That's a big deal. That's a, it's a big deal to get disbarred. Right. So. So that's Taya's lore library slice. <laughs> that's Taya, Taya, Taya's law library. Taya, um, will you, would you go ahead and tell me if this episode passed the Bechdel test? It doesn't fucking pass the Bechdel <laughs> test. There's exactly two women in this. There's One of them is two, a dead oh, ghost. Right. One of them's a dead ghost who's in, what, three scenes and has no lines. And the other is their public defender, who I'm literally checking for her name now her name's mara does she have one mara mara i was like does she have a name so no this doesn't pass the bechtel test it's i feel like it's a while before it passes it might be the next time sam and joe show sam and joe oh god oh yeah you're the right. next time ellen and joe show up it might but that's the soonest i can see it happening and even then <laughs> I mean, it might. They, they, it's like, at least there's a chance, yeah, right? that's fair. It's a, there's a chance they can get it through a conversation. Crack shipping. Uh, 
uh, Dean and Tiny. <laughs> Go for it. They had a little bit of an emotional moment. Would you like to offer yeah, your brought true. to you by? Um, this episode is brought to you by Rooster by Alice in Chains. Wow. This episode is also yeah. brought to you by Green Onions by Booker T and the MGs. And hypothetically, this episode is brought to you by Folsom Prison Blues by uh, Johnny Cash, but it is not actually in this episode. Yeah, because, fun fact, favorite Wikipedia trivia section, uh, even though the episode is named after the Johnny Cash song, it is never featured in the episode, which is fucked up. I think that's fucked up. I wonder if they couldn't get the rights. Honestly, that's probably what happened. I don't know. Maybe they thought it was too on the nose to both name it that and put it on, like, whatever. Anyway, this... This week's Wikipedia page isn't great, so mine is actually on the trivia section of the IMDb, and I have to say that this, I don't actually know if this is, like, 100% true, so let me check. But supposedly, um, oh yeah, he's marked as crew. Um, so Cliff Kosterman, who plays Tiny, is the real-life longtime bodyguard of Jensen and Jared. Whoa. The three men are very close friends. He is actually, his IMDb he is listed for 289 episodes of Supernatural as crew, and I Holy assume shit. the one as cast. Wow. So, yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty fun. And everything else looks like he's in, in here as bodyguard security uncredited. So, huh. yeah, that's interesting. Everything else in here on this trivia page is like, they're in these prison cells. <laughs> like, you know. Uh, this 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 episode was light on that stuff. Love that. Well, mm-hmm. would you like to know my rating for this episode today? Yes. Um, I've given it a one prison cell out of ten because, as bad as it was, um, I didn't feel like I didn't. Mm, well, now I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know why I gave it a whole one. I don't think that it deserves a whole one. I'm going to downgrade it to like a point eight. I think. We're going to have two under, two under ones in a row. Um, I was going to say that it, it gets a whole one point because it has plot, rel- it has plot continuity present and also the iconic, um, the iconic uh, mugshot and interrogation scene. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm gonna stick with one. That's my gut, and I don't change. That makes I sense. I don't change it. Yeah, we stay with our. I mean, gut. I was gonna, s- I was gonna say that like this episode isn't good, but it doesn't make me actively angry. Right, it's just it's like just it's here. here. It's here. It's nothing. And the only thing it really has going is it. It's a continuation of Victor, and it's like oh, the boys get in trouble, but like. It's not really anything. It, right. It's it's not making me angry. It's not making me. It's giving. It's giving me nothing. It's giving, it's giving me it's nothing. Giving. Um, on IMDb, this episode has an eight point six out of ten. Okay. Very standard. Um, a lot of nine out of tens and even eight out of tens in the reviews. Uh, quite a few people quoting, "Calm down, it's all part of the plan." Nine out of ten, not bad. <laughs> love that um that's me yeah another person saying it's all part of the plan this person said that it's uh interesting to see them without their assets which i guess is true this one says cryptic um it's full of it's chock full of cryptic references to visual p 
penal for- folklore? I didn't understand. Huh? I did. I was like, what folklore? Are they talking about like trading cigarette, like I getting cigarettes as must, money and stuff? That must be like, it, right? I think that's what they meant, and I was just like, I mean, it's just anything that's in any, like, sing- like, it's, it's like a condensed version of, like, all of the prison jokes that will be made in, like, an entire cop show, you right. know? It's condensed into one episode. Yeah. Um, I love this one. That's a choice. Uh, this one says that they thought it was a stupid plan, but, however, it seems reasonable when Deacon's identity is disclosed. That's fair. I don't know about that. Um, this... They some people think it's like solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, some some thought it was unsettling that like it's not super spooky, but the the prison really adds to it. I didn't feel spooked this episode, no. but like okay. Um, this one says uh, crazy plan prison escape. Dean and Sam, what do you need after this? I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> this the the lowest is a five out of ten, which is a great idea, but poor execution. I don't even know if it's a yeah, great idea. Yeah, I don't even idea. know if that's a word that I'd use for this. Yeah. So this person says, why do they need to go to prison in the first place? They have a man inside who's got access to everything. They could do their research from the outside. It's usual. Call him, and he can do whatever he needs inside. Yeah. Also, like not only just they, not they only a man on the inside, but a hunter. The guy in. Yeah, like, the, well, the guy, I don't know if he's a hunter, per se. I can't he remember. He worked with John. Yeah, but that might mean, like, John helped him out and just, to, like, he That's still has true. his number. But, like, he could have gotten them in not as prisoners. Right. Um. So then they say, if we, if we like, buy into that, then they've done the research. They found out it wasn't Moody. They know it's a nurse, and she's probably buried somewhere outside the prison. The odds of her also having left a ton of blood inside are slim to none. Um, Dean still argues to stay, even though they could just leave according to plan. Yeah. True. And then they hate the fake fight. Um, yeah, like, I just don't like this one. It's just like, I, I, you can't skip it necessarily because of the victory stuff, but I don't, Right. this doesn't need to be here. It just happened. For, I, I complained about this last week, so I'll keep it to like a few sentences because I already told you this. But we're only three episodes away from the end of this season. And I do not think that they should have done two filler episodes. Well, was was the Ghost Whisperer one before that? Was it, like, yeah. right before that? Yeah. I think they needed to... Wait, there's no, we've had... No, that was Heart. Yeah, okay. I was like, there's no way we had three so, Ghost episodes. So we, had road, so we had Tall Tales, which we liked, and it's plot relevant. In the grand scheme of things. Yes. Then we had Roadkill, which is a tribute. Heart, which is technically relevant, but barely. And then we had Hollywood Babylon and this. And I think it feels like they backloaded this season with filler episodes. And I think they should have placed them throughout this season instead. To give them better buildup to the finale. Because next episode. If we went through this episode list and took out the ones that were actually plot relevant. How many episodes would we have? <laughs> I don't know. Because, like, you can make various arguments to what is plot relevant. Because the relevance of Heart is it makes Sam sad. And it forces him to think about himself as a monster. And that's... But that's the relevance. You can argue it's not relevant. You know? Yeah. But it would be it would be limited. And I said this before. 
the reason people like these first five seasons is because they do have the monster of the week aspect. And I agree. I like that more than their, we're only going to talk about angels for 12 episodes shit. However, I wish they had paced this season better because it feels like we hit a major, major slump mm-hmm. and we're going to go at lightning speed and I forgot that you don't find out shit about the special children until, spoiler alert, they all die. Yeah. <laughs> I I thought that the, I thought that this was like the special children's season. It's not. There's like four episodes. I wish that had been like better spread throughout, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It makes me upset. Because that is something they could have figured out in the writer's room. Like, they might not have the hindsight of all 15 seasons, but you can plan out your season. Like, not even like, oh, we planned out all five seasons. You can plan out your singular season you know you have. Mm -hmm. But they just didn't do it well, so. That's my beef. That's your beef. Yeah. Shit, yeah. I get it. I feel it. I hear you. (laughs) Now... Would you like to deliver your closing remarks? Yeah, sure. So, thank you so much for listening to Hatrusa this week. Uh, you can find us everywhere at Hatrusa, and uh, you should like, comment, share, subscribe, leave a review, rate us, uh, tell your friends that they should listen. Um, I have fallen behind again on YouTube just because it takes a long time to export, and I'm currently very, very busy. But as soon as I get settled into everything again, hopefully at the end of the week, this week, I'm going to try to upload, like, a whole bunch at once. Ideally. Um, is there anything else I need to say? Uh, oh, everything, the, the links we mentioned about Dean's food insecurity, I will post those uh, on yes. our Twitter, which is also Hatrusa. Hey, Taya. Hey, Haley. You ready to see Jess again? I'm always ready to see Jess. (laughs) Well then, we'll catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side.